Jmitch is sat ready and waiting. Oh, Goldie's here as well. Hi, Goldie. How are you? Now, can I just say as well, before before I switch over to the screen with Jmitch on it, his hair is glorious right now. <laughs> Literally 10 out of 10 hairstyle. Now, you'll see what I mean when I switch over. I'm just going to unmute him right now. Here we go. Hello, sir. Oh, there we go. I hear Can you. I just say as well, J Mitch has put in extra effort for this stream with a very special outfit as well. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm tried, gonna, I tried. I'm going to switch this over right now. Does he still have the mohawk? Well, brace yourself, Steph. Grab the sides <laughs> of the seat. Yourself. Ready. He does. There we go. Look. <laughs> Glorious. Here oh, he is. Yeah. The man, the myth, the legend, always... the founder of the Cena Wubs. The oh, person man. that probably one of the main people that convinced me to start streaming. The man that got me addicted to Rocket League as well. Jay Mitch. Oh, Welcome. Rocket Leagues, man. It's yeah, so good to have you on. on. Oh, I'm so pumped. Honestly, when I saw the Rick and Morty shirt, I was, yeah, not going to lie, pretty amazed that you went to that sort of effort. Amazing. <laughs> the hair looks so bouncy. It honestly does. Now, I don't know if any of you in chat saw. Did you see when Jay Mitch had a full-blown afro? Like, I didn't even know you could grow an afro. I don't think... Have you ever oh, grown man. one in the last three years? <laughs> in the last three years? Probably not, no. I think the last <laughs> time I had it, as long as I did before I did the hawk, was... Oh, man. I don't even know. It's been a long time. When did you, uh, when did you dye the top of it as well? Uh, the, I dyed the top of it probably within a week of getting the mohawk. Because it was just like a, a continuing sub-goal of, you know, what else can we do? That's dedication so. right there for a sub goal. I mean, hey, you know. Steph shaved all my hair off, but I didn't do it as a sub goal, and I didn't stream it much to the uh, upset of a lot of people. They uh, they were very upset that I decided not to stream that one. But my argument was that I was literally getting haircut with my shirt off in the back garden. I don't think the people of the internet would want to see that. It wouldn't be a pretty sight, but you know. Oh, but anyway, how have you been? How's how's oh, life? Man. Hey, you know, I can't complain. You know, we're still keeping on keeping on. I know. I mean, I think for myself and everybody, it's a little different now with, uh, you know, the whole pandemic scenario. But are you uh, you know. are you back busy working now? Uh, I am. I, I've been uh, I did like I was like half work from home, half from kind of like the office, which I, I'm typically the only one in my office. So I didn't have any restrictions. But now with uh, university starting up here in, you know, like 10 days. Or whatever. Um, things are ramping up to try and make sure we can get kids back on campus, I guess. So Now, if I remember we'll rightly, um, you were involved in rowing, wasn't it? Correct, yeah. So, um, I guess give us a little bit of background, what, what that sort of involves, what, what sort of stuff you, what you do. Okay, so uh, a little bit of background on that. Like, so I got involved with that when I was in college. Okay. Uh, right? And then, so this is, I'm going to, I'm going to, date myself here so you know back in 2005 <laughs> as a freshman in college um getting involved with it you know i did it throughout college and then i had the opportunity out of college to start coaching it and all that kind of stuff um so you know it's 2020 now so i've been doing it since then um so for me now kind of like what that entails you know it's you know dealing with uh i've got roughly 125 athletes i have to kind of take care of uh you know physically mentally academically a little bit um, so, you know, this whole, you know, current 
pandemic situation was crazy with like the school kind of like shutting down yeah and the season shutting down and then getting them you know uh i mean i couldn't imagine if i was you know a 20 something year old kid and you know your whole life gets turned upside down <laughs> in like a matter of a couple of days as you know the u.s kind of shuts down they started shutting down you know what was that mid-march right yeah so, yeah you know um but now getting things ready for them to hopefully come back and kind of get back into uh, a, a normal routine of life you know it's the so. new normal they call it isn't it yeah a little bit it's gonna be it's gonna be different i think it's gonna be different for uh for quite a while as well i think it's gonna oh, take I'm, a I lot mean, of uh getting used to but yeah yeah it's um i think everybody's just trying to get back to some sort of uh normality now but oh for sure yeah it's gonna take a while but anyway um so when we first met this was yeah. what like three and a half years ago now i think this would have been like yeah three and a half years ago back in the days of beam i was going through all oh, my stuff man. recently and I've, i posted it on twitter i found a sword of poke beam uh the b bands you know the older b bands yeah, oh, yeah it was a uh, topic tech wasn't it that used to do those uh, i believe so yeah 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 god beam I... <laughs> it feels like so long ago now and it um i, I do miss beam because it was such a nice you know, place it's... Well, it's been, you know, a little bit over three years from the Beam name change yeah. to Mixer, right? But, because um, when, when did you initially, you know, get your account and start using Beam as a regular user? Uh, March 2017. Okay, so the March, yeah. So I, I was then, like mid-February, so yeah. you know where... And I think it was like, was it April, May that they rebranded to Mixer? So it had a good, uh, like, one or two months yeah. of, uh, of Beam, yeah. Now, um... You, uh, when I joined the website, you uh, were famous maybe for two things. <laughs> the first would be Rocket League. Your Rocket League streams yeah. were literally the best. You got me addicted to Rocket League. Oh, I also man. saw Ben God of War in the chat, who uh, I met through your stream oh. as well. Yeah. Who um, was basically the guy that was always in your stream showing everyone else how always, to play Rocket always. League. And, yeah, literally he always. Like a, he was and still is like a troll in the best sense uh, whenever <laughs> I play Rocket League. He's the he's the nice kind of troll. He's not the he's you not. You know the, what? Yeah, that's true. I was gonna say he's not the rude kind, but I guess you have that sort of Rocket League toxicity. I don't know if it's rude or if it's just part of Rocket League, but uh, yeah. And then um, the other one is obviously the Cena webs. Now, oh, yeah. if any of you don't know what the Cena webs are, <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm allowed to play a clip of it because of copyright stuff. Um, but give us a little rundown of firstly what the Cinewebs is and also how it started. Okay, so yeah, so the Cinewebs, it, uh, in its current iteration now, it's just like a goofy kind of dance that I do. Um, and at the time, and this kind of goes back into like how it started, was just trying to find something stupid and goofy to do on back on Beam with the Mixplay board. Yeah. Right? So a lot of stuff back then was like you know play a sound clip play a gif um so i was like all right well i need to i need to be different in some way and make it do something make it make me do something yeah. and uh i don't know how i came about like that that sound file but i was like okay this works and then i think it started with like just me dabbing and then it started into me like dancing for the entirety of that like 15 second song and Initially, it started uh, with, like, me and my son just dancing, because he was with me a lot of times in those first couple, like, that, like, first month of my streaming. He was yeah. always in there with me. Um, so we would just dance and do goofy stuff for the time. And then as he, 
I don't know, got bored with being on stream all the time, I guess. <laughs> it turned I like I just kind of kept it and then eventually it evolved to it got into like a routine of it. Um, you know, and I guess it caught wildfire in a sense where, you know, you could just spend you spend some sparks. And then especially in Rocket League, or if I was like uh, you know, still playing Overwatch once in a while, you know, I would drop my controller for 15, 20 seconds and then do the goofy dance. So like, you know, it was uh you know, it was a, it was a way to kind of troll the streamer in a way too. Do you know to date how many times you've done the Cena Webs dance? To date, oh, uh, man, you know what? Let me open Scorebot. Uh, it's been. <laughs> I'm trying to think because I I don't know how many times I did it before we started recording the number, but it's probably close to uh, oh man, thirty five hundred times maybe. That's insane. Maybe, I remember <laughs> maybe more. Still, I remember even back in the day it was over a thousand. And obviously you oh, had a big sure. gap where you weren't doing it anymore. Um, but um that's insane. Yeah. I uh I don't know. Let's see. I'm I'm trying to think if uh if Scorebot's gonna tell me. But yeah, it's probably in the, the over the total time of that kind of shtick, probably about four thousand times. I wish I'd kept account of how many times I've done Rag Castle's chair dance as well. <laughs> The two lit yeah, dance. Yeah, right. I think a lot of people don't realize that I started doing that on stream as a tribute to Ragcastle. And if you don't know Ragcastle, he um it was another person that I met on Beam. And he did the most hilarious and amazing karaoke streams. Um he's one of the people I think I really do miss as well. Like mm -hmm. um Oh yeah. I remember I think the most favorite stream of his I ever watched was I think was it um oh what's his name was it AK did I think it was I think his name is AK he did a spoken word rendition of Darude Sandstorm and it was just the funniest <laughs> thing ever it was about three minutes of a guy sat there just going it was just amazing like when you think about it like that it sounds maybe stupid it sounds ridiculous but literally the guy was taking it seriously like no way it was amazing awesome i remember spoken word sandstorm yeah literally a song without any lyrics they did a they did it on karaoke insane oh, so i really miss him though i don't really know what happened why he stopped streaming but there there was like a cool group of streamers that i met on beam and i think they were the ones that kind of encouraged me to try streaming and honestly i think i met most of them through you through me so yeah through your streams uh, well, i, I like met i hang out with a pretty cool group i met rag castle mm -hmm. and through you and rad i met goldie who i can see in mm -hmm. chat now uh, I also met Cassie as well through your streams. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think who else I met as well. There was there was a list of people, but um, yeah, I think you lot. There was also Mavadosi as well. I think uh, I think you lot were the ones that kind of made me want to try streaming because I remember when I joined Beam, I had no intention of streaming. I would hang out in streams. I play a lot of Rocket League in yours. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I think you lot kind of encouraged me to try. And I really enjoyed mm -hmm. it, and uh, here we are now. It's um, you know what I mean, been right? a crazy three and a <laughs> half years, of, yeah. It's kind of a crazy revelation, in a way. Would you say... Okay, what would you say is your highlight over the last three years? Out of everything, Beam, oh, Mixer, man. Twitch, what would you say is, is your favorite bit, or your most memorable moment? Man, I don't... You know, I don't know. That's crazy. Uh, I mean, there. I think... Oh, jeez. I don't know if I could pick like a, a defining moment. I mean, I you know what I I will say there was a 
you know, probably like the the moment I hit like a thousand followers back on Beam. Yeah. You know, and like I think that at that time for someone who is like new to streaming, that was such an awesome like accomplishment. As well as like even just on Beam having a thousand, uh, you know, at that time was kind of that was kind of big too. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think in general, you know, just the accomplishment of being a mixer partner is probably it's got to be up there because then that like yeah I think that kind of like cemented for me streaming as like a, a really uh solid like I don't know like hobby to continually do um, yeah you know which is why I do it now you know so I, I think I I, I don't want to say that if I didn't get it I would have stopped but I think that was at the point where I was like oh man I'm actually I'm actually like doing something that makes a difference to other people. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what was like the motivation to continue doing it. So what actually made you decide to start? Did you did you join Beam with an intention to stream or was it a similar thing where you joined the platform? You thought I might give this a go as well. What what made you make that decision to hit that live button? Um, you know, I don't know. I, 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 I always kind of like default to the answer of like, I was always uh, a viewer of streams, especially on Twitch at the time. I was always watching. Uh, and it always seemed like a lot of fun. Yeah. And I think for a while there in my head, I was like, well, I'm just sitting here playing video games anyway. Like, what if I just hit live? And in the off chance, one person comes by and we talk about whatever game I'm playing. Like, we can just talk about whatever it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and then it, like, it just happened to click right when, uh, when I had found out about Beam. Uh, because one of my buddies had it on his Xbox. Like, he was, like, in the alpha builds, you know? Yeah. So he got he gets the stuff early. He's like, hey, there's this new thing uh, on my Xbox. Uh, maybe you should check it out. So I think I made an account. I watched for, like, a day, and I was like, this is kind of awesome. And I was like, I'll do it. And then, uh, you know, I was like, if anybody watches, great. If not, I'm still playing video games and having a good time. Yeah. So uh, it turns out people <laughs> people showed up to watch, I guess. So... <laughs> <laughs> Now, I, I think one thing a lot of people have a hard time with is trying to balance everything to balance work, real life, and streaming. Now, I know you've obviously got your family, um, your, your two young kids, uh, yeah. your work as well. How, how do you go about balancing all of that? Oh, man. I mean, there never really is a perfect balance. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I think... I think I probably maybe more balanced with it now, especially because my kids are a bit older now. Yeah. You know, so uh, it's, I guess it's always easy to say, oh, I'm just going to make time for it and I'll do it. But then like, especially people who are like, are like in my discord or like see the frequency of my, my streams. It's like, all right, you know, I'll see you guys, you know, one of these next two days I'll be on. And then on that second day, I haven't streamed yet. And I'm like, Hey guys, just works crazy. Home's crazy. I'll catch you guys, you know, on a different day. For me, it's been like, uh, you know, picking two or three days a week where no matter what I'm going to be on, uh, you know, through hell or high water. And then, you know, I'll pick like one or maybe two floater days. Like, hey, if I've got time, I'll be on. Yeah. Um, and just maybe, maybe, maybe not putting pressure on myself to try to get so many streams in a week or like so many hours of a stream in a week. You yeah. Know? Um, I think not getting caught up in uh, like that that grind mentality, right? To where you're just exhausting yourself, exactly, or yeah, exhausting yeah. your, you know, or exhausting my family members. Because when I'm on stream and up here, then that means my wife is taking care of the kids, 
um, from like running in and uh, you know just screaming all over the place. You know what I mean? So she's going while I'm over here having a good time on stream. She's probably going crazy <laughs> trying to keep control of the kids, right? So. Um, I remember um, your oldest son. I remember on your streams, yeah. he used to be in there like all the time. He would be sat there building <laughs> yeah. little figures yeah. of like drafts and stuff, and handing them to you during stream. Has he yeah. has he kind of grown out of being involved in the stream stuff now? Um, for the most part, I mean, uh, they'll still come in once in a while, um, just to see what's going on. Yeah, uh, you know, maybe grab a toy to left in here or something. Um. Once in a while, I'll jump on stream and I'll I'll play a game with my son or something. We did Minecraft Dungeons a month or so back. Oh, okay, that's you know, cool. We play together. I think so. He's like he's old enough to the to the point not to where he also likes playing some games. Yeah. So, whenever I can, I'll get him involved in stream in that way. But for the most part, like I don't know, they keep each other busy, uh, so they're not as as much as they used to be. Like running through the background of the stream, you yeah. might see him like once a stream. But typically, they won't like sit here next to me and build and play with their toys. It's kind of in and out. There we go. We got a question in the chat. How did you name yourself, J Mitch? I think I, I already know. Myself. I think I already know the answer to this question. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, pretty simple. Uh, that was the nickname I had back from I don't even know when. Maybe middle school, high school. Um, that was just the nickname given to me by friends and all that kind of stuff, and it just kind of stuck throughout. Um, and it just kind of stuck forever, like through a lot of my friends, especially like the groups I was in where we did a lot of gaming. Um, yep. Jamish just kind of stuck, so you know, there have been some iterations of it. Yeah, the transfer was easy, you know, starting on Beam, it was Jamish Plays Games. I remember, um, which is like in retrospect, that's just a super cheesy name, but it worked. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then it went to Jamish, which I, I, you know, I really did enjoy that kind of rebrand, and then even on Twitch now. It was it's Jamich for a while, and then I I just got my name, uh, I just got in contact with Twitch last week, and they changed it for me to Jamich. I saw. Did you did you go through the same process as me, where you emailed the yeah. legal team and I, then they uh, got switched over? I, I like pretty much copy and pasted that thing you posted. That's awesome. It, See, I'm glad that's cha worked. Cha changed it. I changed it to the info that pertained to me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they got back to me uh end of last week maybe or over the weekend and then yeah. i just had to confirm the channel and then it took about two or three days and then when i when i got on stream on thursday uh none of my bots were connecting and i was like what the heck's going on and it's because my name changed <laughs> so. see i i had the problem where they they took five days to reply and then they took three days to action it but when they actioned it they decided to do it while i was live oh no so, way yeah so <laughs> i was live the stream just cut out for everybody. All my bots disconnected. Everything broke. Um, oh, no. I didn't see it in OBS. OBS <laughs> didn't disconnect or anything. Yeah, um, just everything else. Yeah, everybody thought I'd been banned or something because the channel no longer existed. Uh, oh, so no I had to way. post on Discord and stuff that my name just changed. But of all the timing they could have done it, they I, did it <laughs> while I was live. I would have been like having a mild panic attack. It's like yeah you know everything but obs goes down and starts you know <laughs> well i would have thought they would check to see if i'm live or not and then do it when i'm not but no I they just actioned it while i was live and yeah, broke just, everything push yeah a button and then now you're a smilar so. i'm glad it worked though um because yeah. i tried to reach out to technical support twice uh, uh -huh. actually three times with twitch and all they did is sent back a generic this is oh, how yeah, this to change how. your username yeah yeah I even replied to that saying, I own the trademark. How do I go about claiming it with a trademark? 
um, uh-huh. they just sent me back the same this is how you change your name thing they just sent the yeah. same thing back um, it, it's kind of a shame that they don't publicly say how you can go about doing it and it seems to have worked for most people i think i know of about 10 or 11 that's worked for now and two that it hasn't and the two that it hasn't worked for they literally said that you need to try and make contact with the account owner um but yeah and i know i know some have um and you know some have had success and some haven't yeah yeah it's it's a bit hit and miss but i mean it's worth a shot and yeah it's honestly like the best feeling when you can get that name that you had before on mm-hmm. a new platform. Yeah. And I, I was kind of growing fond of the It's J Mitch, but I'm, I'm glad to have just the normal J Mitch. Yeah. Where you can, you know, it, for, in the sense of like talking with people, like if conventions ever come back, you yeah. know, it's just easier to say it. And then now they can search it a little bit easier in the search bar. So I hope they do come back. Now, on the subject of conventions as well, that just reminded yeah. me of something. So i can't remember what convention it was and i can't remember if it was you or rad castle but i remember that you two met up at a convention and <laughs> took a photo of you two hugging each other and yeah, sent it yeah. to me to make me jealous that i hadn't met you yeah. two yet <laughs> i think i think like every every convention i've gone to that uh let me let me think well because rad castle lives in texas so he's always at the pack south conventions yeah Right, and I even saw him at the last one. You know, even though he hasn't been streaming, he still went to the. He was still oh, around, okay. so I got to meet him there. I think the first time I met him would have been, uh, man, that I think that would have been Pack South 2018. So a couple two years ago from now. Yeah. Um, and as you can imagine, he I mean he it, he is, <laughs> he's the same rad in real life, man. It's so <laughs> it's so cool. I really hope that the um the conventions do come back. Uh, I've sure always said will. that I do want to make it to a uh, an American convention at some point. I think there's just so many streamers out there that I'd love to meet. Um, yeah. The the UK events are really cool. Gamescom is just crazy. It's I was like, gonna say you got Gamescom, and that's that's bigger than the PAX ones, I believe. Yeah. Right? So over By the course of Gamescom, I think they have over four hundred thousand people attending. That's crazy. It, the scale of it is just crazy as well. Um, me and Steph went last year. It was Steph's first ever Gamescom as well. It was yeah. my second, but it, it's kind of overwhelming the size of it and the amount of people. Um, and I know there's no way it could go on right now. I know they've already cancelled that. They've <laughs> oh. cancelled all the events for the rest of the year, and they're all doing like uh, I don't know if packs are doing the same. They're doing like online events to replace it. I think I think most are trying to any of like the conventions or like little. Any of that kind of stuff, I think a lot of them are pushing to an online format and trying to get all that set up. Yeah. Which has been kind of neat, because then you can just sign up online, and then a lot of times it's, you know, they're just video stuff, which is kind of cool that they're still trying to make something happen. But... I think I basically planned my year around events. I would have um, I would have Insomnia in April, there would mm-hmm. be London Comic Con in May, there would be Gamescom or Insomnia in August, there'd be... EGX in October, also London Comic Con in October, mm-hmm. and that was literally my year. I plan all those events and then just plan yeah. everything else around that. But it feels really weird this year because we've not been able to do any at all. Yeah, and it's a shame because I miss all the people that I met through streaming and stuff, like uh, people like Joken mm-hmm. and people like that. It, it's yeah, it's it's a shame, but I hope next year we get some normality back. I, th- I think slowly and surely we'll start seeing you know in-person events make yeah. a return um, yeah so 
hopefully sooner than later, but, you know, hopefully with safety in mind and all that kind of stuff. So what would you say with streaming? What is your favorite part of it? Is it is it the people? Oh, is it just hanging out and chilling and being able to share gameplay with people? I mean, in a way, it's kind of all the above, you know? I think that's, I mean, all, all of it's really fun to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, whether it's, like, just meeting new people in the chat, you know, I think I think I get most excited when I see someone new in chat and they're there for the first time and then, you know, next stream they're there again. I'm like, yep. holy crap, you came back a second time. This is awesome. Um, you know, like, I think that kind of feeling you get to know that uh, you've made a connection enough for them to return to it is really cool. Yeah. And I think for a lot of people, in a way, you know, it's I think as on the streamer side of it, it's hard to describe, like, like being able to turn on a stream, people show up, and you just talk and kind of hang out, right? Which, yeah. in, in today's world, that's kind of how you have to do a lot of hanging out anyway, but people still choose to do it on, you know, on Twitch or something. Yeah. And then if you can play a game and share that commonality, uh, I mean... That's even better. Like as someone who's like a big fan of a lot of video games, if I can just share that passion with anybody else to, you know, play along with or just enjoy the same game, you know, I think you've kind of done your your good deed for the day in a way. So say someone new pops up in the chat, how would you describe your streams to them? What sort of stuff do you play? Oh. How how would you sum <laughs> it up what you do? Oh god, I don't know. <laughs> uh you know, I I've, I've probably tried to describe that a couple times you know especially being on on twitch now yeah you know and like let's say you get um you get like a big raid from somebody and you know especially when we were just switching over there was a lot of support for mixer streamers you know yeah, so yeah you know you'd get like the the really odd like pretty big raid just to bring some people over and you have that like quick all right here's your pitch mylar what you know what are you gonna say and it's like oh no i don't know and i you know the the handful of times that happened you you almost draw a blank, right? Yeah. And I'm sure I said different things every time, and I don't know what they are because it's just kind of panic. <laughs> you know, over I mean, overall, I think I like to hope that uh, you know people come in and what whatever I'm doing in that in that in that moment. Hopefully, uh, I mean, I guess as streamers, we are like a personality of sense, right? So hopefully that yeah. kind of shines through. And then I I just describe it as just a goofy place to hang out, you know. Yeah. And if you like doing whatever I'm doing, uh, then you're going to have a great time here, right? What sort of uh, games have you been playing recently as well? I think I've seen a lot of marbles, but uh, what yeah, else I, have you been uh, up to? I, I, do, I do quite a bit of marbles. Uh, that's like my addiction right now. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, eh, man, I don't know. I think I do. I probably do marbles the most. I'd have to see what my, my games history is. Um, uh, on usually one or two days a week. Usually I do marbles two or three days, and then the other one or two days I can get on. One of them is always our uh, Wednesday, um, where I usually team up with Goldie and we do a community day. So we usually have, uh, we call it Spirit Week in my Discord, where we have a theme. Yeah. Everyone uh, on stream and in Discord dresses up really goofy. We play a game together. Um, you know, last week was Animal, or we did Animal Crossing for Shark Week. Um, you know, uh, which was kind of cool. Uh, Fall Guys, I think Fall Guys is the big hit right now. Yeah, that's like yeah. that's like my number two game right now. Whether I'm on stream or not, I'm I'm just jumping in Fall Guys. Have you seen the uh, Twitter account for Fall Guys? 
Yes. <laughs> the guy behind it is a genius. Just oh, 100%. Insane. They've got 100%. they've got this beef going with Tim the Tapman right now as well about uh, the fact that he's still not got a win. It's just like daily back and forth. It's so funny. That is so good. Yeah, I think I think on the social media side, they're crushing it and that's why the game's been such a big success. Yeah. But I I would say like right now I'm doing just tons of marbles and fall guys and then usually one other random game based off whatever we choose for the community day. You know, and it's it's been you know, it's just whatever it is that we can get a lot of people to play together. Yeah. So that's always kind of a that's a that's a mystery game. I think my uh, my favorite part of your streams is your streams were probably the first ones that introduced me to the to the whole community feel behind Mixer and Beam, and I th- I think that's something that you've continued and that you do really well. That your when you go into one of your streams, you do things like marbles where you can get the community involved, but it's got like a really nice feel. Everyone's really welcoming, and it's mm-hmm. just I I think that's what you you've done really well with your streams is built a really nice community i guess that's really welcoming and it's nice to see that you've like carried it on over on twitch as well you know and i think you know for i think for me as a streamer you know like i i probably couldn't uh you know however you want to define success as a streamer i probably wouldn't have done it nearly as well if i focused like let's say purely on gameplay right yeah um so uh you know i think for me, like that was that was the obvious choice, and I think that's why I was doing the streaming in the first place was to to like hang out with some people, right, yeah. or meet some people. Um, so it's like if that was if that's why I'm doing it, then that's what my focus should be, and not like, hey, thanks for coming in. Let's uh, watch me for the next hour try to get a 360 no scope, which is never <laughs> gonna happen. You know, like this is not gonna happen. So, um, and I mean, I, I appreciate you know you kind of noticing something like that. You know, just trying. And I think that's, in a way, everyone's goal is to, like, they'll always describe, uh, you know, the community they have, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like it's maybe, I don't know, I don't, th- I don't think it's hard to build one, but it just takes a little bit of, like, time uh, invested in the community to really, like, cement it as a group of people who enjoy hanging out with each other, yeah. whether it be, like, in your stream or... Um, you know, or when they're just in chat or, you know, like if you're busy for a day and you're not in discord, are they still talking in discord about what's going on? Yeah. Or, you know, like if you go to another stream are a few of the people in there and they're hanging out chatting, you know, so like I can, I can watch your stream and then I can go to Jokin's stream and there's going to be a handful of people that are the same that, you know, the community is kind of carrying over to the next person. And it's, it's, you know, that's kind of like when you know you've hit like a sweet spot in, uh, not only what you're doing, but like kind of what you're creating with some of the friends you have as well. I think that's one thing that I quite like about uh, Twitch in the uh, dashboard. I'm just checking mine now. It shows things like um, who you share like your community with. Yeah. So yeah, which channels have viewers in common in mind? So if I look, we got Anthony Day, sixty percent; Runaway Lobster, fifty-eight percent; Joken, fifty percent; Kraken Experience, fifty percent; and Lobster's Dad, forty-nine percent as well. Which I, I love that feature just to know the sort of I guess the other you know, streamers that your viewers hang out in as well, and, and it's kind of it's kind of neat that it does that because then it like it in a way it can help you uh, excuse me help you um kind of like uh, I want to say branch out in that aspect but help you uh you know see what everyone's similar interests are yeah in terms of like what are they watching and you know who el- who else are they watching yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So we'll we'll fast forward a bit. So sure. the the mixer shut down. Yeah. How how did you react to that? Did you expect it, or did it I catch mean, you I by think, surprise? Or I think in a way everyone expected it at some point, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think we were we were we were just riding along. Uh, and I think for the most part, a lot of people were just like, all right, I'm just going to go down with the shit whenever it happens. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think anybody thought it was going to be that immediate. You know, it was like, oh, we've got a couple years. We're going to, you know, mix will continue to grow, blah, blah, blah. And then we'll know when it's going to happen versus yeah. like you wake up one day. Here's a tweet. And, you know, <laughs> the, yeah. the locks are the locks are changed on the door and you're homeless. Yeah. Um. You know, so I I don't know. I think it was one of those things to where I think for I'll say for my case, for me individually, I was like, all right. And I think for for me, luckily, somehow um, I had already been streaming marbles once or twice a week on Twitch already. Okay, right. Because I'd want I've been wanting to do marbles and they've been making a bunch of updates and like I did it on Mixer. But without you being able to like interact with the game itself on the Mixer side, it really made it hard. Yep. So I was like, okay, well, I'll just I'll do it on Twitch a couple of days a week or whatever, just for the hell of it and have fun with it, and that'll be that. And that was kind of like I did it for me to enjoy the game more, because um, I was watching a lot of streamers and playing it, and I was like, I want to have that kind of fun too. So I had already somewhat had my foot in the door a little bit. So when it was time to switch, it was like, okay, uh, you know, people from Mixer will come over. That'll be great. Um, but I've also got like a little bit of a safety net here from people who have already know who I am for the last like five or six weeks. Yeah. And then I'm just gonna be like, hey, uh, you know, I'm coming over here forever now. You know what I mean? Not like I'm only here a couple of days and I'm on Mixer a couple of days. It's not like, okay, you guys watched me already twice a week. Now you can watch me four times a week now. Yeah. Um, so for me, I mean, it was a bummer um, that, you know, we talked about like Beam in the very, you know, in the beginning of the stream today, we talked about Beam and kind of like, the the community aspect being brought and you know all the friendships you build there it's like oh crap you know hope i don't i hope i don't miss anybody as we switch over i think to any to everybody's benefit though we all had to go yeah it wasn't yeah. it wasn't like you know mixer just like said all right half of you guys your band go somewhere else it was like all right everybody's out the door so you know i think that that first what two weeks you know, everyone was just trying to get everybody followed back on their list, which was really cool. Um, Twitch streamers were trying to help Mixer streamers make the adjustments and come over and provide tutorials and insights on everything. Yeah. So, you know, as as bummed as I was, it was like, you know, it's, uh, you know, everyone's helping everybody. The transition is going to be, I don't want to say it's going to be easy, but it's going to be easier than if you were just like, all right, I'm going to, I'm leaving Mixer, I'm going over, you know, and you and I both know we've seen that Twitter story a thousand times to where someone's like, screw Mixer. And then yep. like a month later, they're like, hey, I'm coming back to Mixer. And you're like, ugh. Yep. <laughs> you know? Yep. I know exactly <laughs> so, what you mean. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think it, I, I was less, was like, I think maybe the first couple of days, I don't know if I was worried, but I was just like, oh my God, what am I going to do now? It, is the same goofy stuff I'm doing on Mixer? Is that going to translate? Um, you know, and, and luckily for, I think a lot of people, it did. You know, and I know I know some people took it a lot harder than others. Um, some people were like, you know, they're still like, you know, trying to adjust to the to Twitch and, you know, all that. But yeah. in the grand scheme, I think it's, you know, 
in in a way it's been it's been better almost you know i guess it was an easy uh, decision for you then if you'd already been doing some streams on twitch rather than did you yeah. ever consider facebook or youtube or was it always a clear cut uh i i uh, i did, wasn't really thinking too much youtube because I, I haven't really done too much of it I don't, I don't find myself watching youtube that much anymore already so yeah like, i think having to jump into that ecosystem and like learn how like just that works would have been kind of tough yeah um same thing with facebook um uh like right now i'm doing uh my uh doing the the hours for like that facebook bonus that we were offered right yeah so like usually i'll do that or my wife will and we'll just stream a random game um but it's not like the live content on twitch it's usually just me just chilling and playing a game and all you get is the gameplay right yeah but even on there as i'm just kind of like feeling it out like it's a whole different system of like how you need to brand your stream than even twitch or youtube or mixer was it's like a whole different animal yeah um i think because you have to understand how facebook works right yeah um, definitely and, and yeah. How all that creeps. i've seen so, a lot of people have success on there um oh yeah 100 percent. there had some killer uh some killer people i think it's a bit different for the eu uh because i i know that in I don't think it's NDA, so I didn't sign anything either, so I'm more than yeah. allowed to say it. But from what I understand, um, if you were in the EU, it had to be exclusive to Facebook streaming only. That's true. Uh, whereas in the US, I don't think it was. So for me, I think that put me off straight away. Um, yep. I think, am I right in thinking that Tim went to Facebook? Uh, yeah, Tim, Tim went over. I haven't actually uh, managed to catch one of his streams yet, so I don't know how he's been doing. I know Coman went to Twitch yeah cohen's over here on twitch yeah um who else i know there's a handful i think personality uh um, i've seen him on both yeah he, I, he, I know he was doing a lot of facebook i think i've seen him on both now he keeps um, popping up on my uh timeline i've noticed on mobile mm-hmm. um i don't know if you've seen it as well if you go on facebook or mobile look aw rebels have just popped up right there for me oh really <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> it has the little sponsor bit below it so i'm assuming oh, that no facebook way. are pushing specific uh mixer streamers that have switched over but i always get it whenever it i open the facebook be. mobile app i scroll on my timeline and it recommends at least one streamer that i know that's um, kind of cool i've kind of hesitated from following people on facebook because i don't want it to show up in my personal account i know you yeah. can watch and comment with a page but uh i don't know if you can yep. like and follow as a page i don't, page I don't as think well. you can like and follow as a page but i know you can i know you can comment as one uh, has um has that side of it put you off at all the say your wife or anyone else popping into the stream and it would be on their personal account is is that put you off at all or um you know i don't know i, I would say yes and no like I, I think it's just one of those uh maybe one of those growing pains of the platform right yeah um i know i know there's been a lot of talk um or a lot of like suggestions from people streaming on facebook to like to change that but yeah at the same time i think people have to understand how facebook works right and it it is a social media platform yeah if ever if everybody made like a fake alias account you know for something then you know the then facebook itself doesn't work exactly yeah and i think facebook have put in measures to try and stop that as well so i actually tried to make a profile called smilar media so first name surname it wouldn't let Uh me Facebook literally said, it looks like you're trying to make a page for a brand. Uh, oh. Like an account for a brand. So it told me to make a page instead. It actually wouldn't yeah. let me create a fake account. They, they figured you out, man. Yeah. Um, I, I think it, 
It depends on who knows that you stream. Because um, yeah. I know in terms of my Facebook page, I don't think many family or friends, if any, like or follow my page anyway. So if I start streaming on there, I don't think they would notice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think, say, Steph's an example where her parents both watch her streams. Um, and they, if they don't have their accounts locked down to a certain level, you'll get surnames, you'll get location, you'll get like family and friends and all that sort of stuff. And oh, yeah, I guess it's you've you've got to be sure that the people that know about your streams have got the right measures in place to prevent stuff like that. Because if if I did that and I didn't have my account locked down, they would get my name, they could see all my family, they could see my location, and I, I think that's yeah. one of the things that put me off as well because I know. Say one example is my cousin pops in and watches my stream sometimes. Now I know for a fact that his Facebook isn't locked down. So if I did a stream uh-huh. on Facebook, they would get my name and he only lives like ten minutes away from me, so mm-hmm. they would get a location right by me and it's um Yeah, it's it's always a worrying thing. And I, I and really hope that Facebook true, address though. it. I, I think the problem that they've got is they've built a social media platform, they've moved into streaming as well, but they've kept the two of them really closely knit and that's one thing that's very important for streamers, I think, to protect their identities because there are crazy uh-huh. people out there. Yeah, and I, you know that's that, I think that's probably the the one big turnoff for the Facebook then is you know if you've got family and friends that have profiles that want to watch you, it you know it's it's an inconvenience. Like, hey, make sure you have you know your Facebook profile to like friends only. Yeah, you know, or something, and you know that, that's something I didn't even think about. But I mean, that's that's you know that's probably an issue because even if yours is locked down that doesn't mean that your your cousin's is you or something you know yeah exactly yeah and steph just raised a good one as well have you ever had it where someone irl family or friends or say students from the university or anything have found your streams or watched them or um i've never had anybody that i don't know like you know like uh watch me and then try to find me in some way yeah you know um i mean yeah not that i could not that i know of yet so um, I have, I have had, uh, like some of the athletes I work with, yep. uh, some of them know, like some of my coworkers know that I stream, right? Um, you know, and that, that was one of those things to where it was like, uh, I think I, add, I think I added some of them like on Xbox way back in the day or something. And then on, when you're on Mixer and you go live, it's like, Hey, you yeah. just streaming. Yeah. And then they, they happen to catch it. And then obviously, you know, if you're, if you're working you know, with a bunch of athletes, that that spreads like wildfire. Like, holy crap! Did you see that? This is happening. So, you know, a lot of the kids I work that I that I work with, they know, right? They think it's I don't, I don't know if they think of it. I know some have watched once in a while. They'll come in and just watch a stream. Um, but like, no one that I don't know has watched it and then tried to like find me, you know, yeah. like at the grocery store or something, <laughs> like randomly. Yeah. Which I'm glad. I'm glad that'd be kind of odd. I don't know how I'd handle that, to be honest. I guess that leads on to the question, have you had many problems with trolls throughout your streaming? Like, really bad trolls, or do you just get the the normal kids popping and being stupid sort of thing? No, I... I oh, man. I, I don't think I ever really had to deal with, like, a serious troll issue on that sense. You know, you'll get the, you'll get the people that'll randomly come into your stream and, like, try to get under your skin or something. Yeah. Um... And it's, I think it's one of those things to where it's like, they're so obviously trying to do it that it doesn't even bother you. You're like, whatever, you know, yeah. you ban them. Um, sometimes I'll just leave them in there. I'm like, all right, whatever. You're, you know, yeah, you're trying to make fun of me, but 
I don't care. Like I could care less. You know, I'll just let them. I'll just let them talk there. You know, talk in the chat until they're tired of it, and then they'll leave. Um, and the one thing I think I have seen, I don't want to call it like trolling, but you know, you get you'll get the bots on Twitch now. Yeah, it's like, hey, do you want to be famous and buy some followers and some subs? And I'm like. I've not had that yet in my chat. The one that You're I not. had, the, the memorable one that I had on my stream on Friday was, um, the, the account name is Dong Awareness, and it basically came into the chat and just spammed the giant penis over and over. <laughs> and from what I understand, because I think I've seen this in Steph's stream as well, there's multiple accounts that do that. So this oh, was Dong funny. Awareness 86. I don't know if that yeah. means he's got 85 other accounts. But, oh, I'm uh, sure, I'm sure. It's a very weird that's kind funny. of troll. I think that's what I found with Twitch, is that the, the type of troll on Twitch is kind of different to what it was on Mixer. Oh, for sure. For sure. On, on Mixer, I found a lot of it was just, I guess, kids being stupid and hopping yeah. in saying, like, oh, you suck at this and that sort of stuff. I've not really had any of that on Twitch. I think it's just been... Honestly, mm -hmm. I think apart from Mr. Dong Awareness 86 popping in, I don't think I've really had any trolls at all. I don't think I've really banned anyone either. I I, I don't know. I think I've been a few people that came in and just like started with like some racial slurs. I was like, all right, handle that real quick. Yeah. Not even going to, not even going to bother with that one. You know, luckily like the auto mod grabs it, you know? So yeah. it's like, it didn't even affect anything. I just like saw it. All right, man, done. And that's happened a couple times. Um, I think even on my last stream, I think I had one or two accounts come in trying to sell me follows or subs or whatever. Um, I would say I probably get like one or two accounts, uh, maybe, a, maybe a week. And it's, uh, yeah, probably. Because it's funny, because, like, usually I'll, 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 like, shout that person out. Like, oh, you're coming in. I'm like, hey, everybody, go follow this guy if you want some free follows and subs. Yeah. And then we'll time him out or ban him. And then, like, right after that, like, another account will pop in. Right? So whoever's <laughs> doing it, they've got, like, tons and tons of bots, you know? Yeah. That are just ready to go. Um, I think the only other time I've had an issue like that would have been, I think it was on a Marbles Day. There was someone that came in and had a bot of like however many accounts but they all started doing the exclamation point play right and my chat was just going nuts with it and i think they brought in so many bots at the time that it like it crashed marbles on stream for me oh it really crashed yeah like like i think my computer trying to keep up with like adding new viewers to like the score pod or something and yeah. all that going on in the game it crashed the marbles on stream i think it crashed score bot it like it like somehow crashed uh spotify like it, it like literally just like broke everything i think i've uh, seen a new kind of know, troll so. um i think someone posted it on twitter today and it's essentially mm. what they do is they'll come into your stream and they'll spam your stream with hosts uh and eventually because it puts the little host messages in chat from the auto mod eventually it just breaks the chat and it breaks the stream so that's a that's oh, a new one that i've seen no that uh, people have been doing i don't I know if there's any way of stopping that but um yeah. yeah, that's a new troll to uh, look out for. Uh, in terms of... some way to turn it off. Like, turn off... The, the auto-mod-like messages, yeah. Or something. Yeah. In terms of uh, viewers in general on Twitch, have you mm -hmm. have you found them to be different to Mixer? Like, maybe more mature, more engaging? Have you, have you noticed a difference since switching over? Um, I'd like... I, I would say yes, initially. Yeah. Um, it seems like that especially when you start getting to like new regulars, right? Yeah. Or I guess regulars in general. I think that's more of a commonality here than it was on Mixer. Yeah. To where if someone comes to your stream and they like what you're doing and they like what, you know, everything going on, then they will 100% come back again. 
and probably on a regular basis. Um, you know, uh, to where, as I think on Mixer, you know, you, you've probably had the, the core group of whatever number, you know, 10, 15, that are, that are there no matter what anyway. Some yeah. might be other streamers. Um, but, you know, it's kind of like your core group of people. Like, they're going to be there no matter what anyway. Um, but I feel like on Twitch, that, that core group uh, is a bit bigger, right? Yeah. It, it, it seems like there's people that are always going to be there, whether I'm playing marbles or I'm playing, you know, whatever we're doing goofy on, you know, the Community Day Wednesday or something. Um, but it just seems like people are, I don't know what the word, like maybe more respectful of like that being a thing, not just like, all right, follow, see you later, bye. Yeah. And then you never see him again, you know? Um, I think, I think in that sense, that's, that's a huge, huge upside to the Twitch community has been, you know, people do, if they, if they like you and follow you, they do return. Yeah. Um, definitely, and, on a, yeah. and on a pretty regular basis, you know, it's not like on Mixer where it's like, Hey, remember when you used to do this stream a year ago? Uh, and I'm back now. I'm like, what? You know, <laughs> it's like, you haven't been here in a year. What are you talking about? You know, like, and I feel like that happened all the time on Mixer. You know, you'd get that random kid who was on his Xbox, found you, and then, yep. like, a year later, pop back in. Like, and they'd be like, <laughs> I haven't watched you for over a year. And it's like, why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, they'll hit, like, uh, they'll hit, like, the follow age, and they've been following me for, like, you know, they haven't, they're not lying. And they're like, hey, remember when you used to do that thing? Like, talking about, like, Cena Wubs or something. And I'm like, yeah. I haven't done that in two years. Where have you been? <laughs> it's just it, like... It's, it's kind of weird. That that used to happen quite a lot on Mixer. And um, I don't think they realized when they were saying it that it kind of made it sound like they followed, never came back because you either changed what you're doing or they got bored or something came up and then randomly found you, like, two years later and come back and, like, oh, hi, uh -huh. I remember you, but... It's a, it's a bit of a weird one because you don't really know what to say in response to it when they're like, I haven't watched you for over a year. It's like, well, thanks. I, I always I always go, where have you been? Like, yeah. I can I can see if someone, you know, if someone's there like every day and they're not there for a couple of weeks. They're like, hey, sorry, I was doing this, this and this. Yeah. But I'm back now. But it's like a year. Like, what or were more. you doing for a year that, you know, you didn't come back? The best bit is when they um, when they would put the command in the chat to see their hours. So they've got like a two and a half year follow age and maybe like three hours in the stream. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you definitely <laughs> yeah. just watched for one stream and then never came back. Yeah, you're right. You did watch me two years ago that one time. That's, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, th I think that's, I think for me, that's probably the big, like, you know, the big difference as far as like what the audience is, you know? Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know how many of like my, my current audience you know is of like a of your typical like younger age like the like kids watching twitch or something yeah you know I, I don't think it's nearly as many as it probably was on mixer though since it you know many that are watching twitch are watching it either on their phone or on pc right to yeah. where your mixer user was probably a lot were probably just watching on their xbox because it was on there well, I know Xbox does have a Twitch app, and I had a few people message me after True. Mixer shut down saying, where are you, what, what, like, where are you now? I said I'm on Twitch, and they were like, oh, I don't have that. And I was like, well, you can get the app. But on Friday, I tried to install the app on my Xbox, and it doesn't work. It literally oh, just what? kept crashing, kept breaking. I couldn't no sign into it. It literally just kept saying, sorry, we've ran into an issue. I tried updating it, I tried removing it, reinstalling oh. it. I literally couldn't get the Twitch app to work on Xbox, so... That's not good. I, I, I wonder if 
stuff like that could be a reason why a lot of the old Xbox viewers don't watch stuff on Twitch. Maybe Mixer was just easier because it was always there. It was built into it. Or Right. That's true. I See, I, I have it on my Xbox, and I, I'll usually do that in the morning when I wake up and have breakfast or something. I'll watch it on my Xbox, on my TV, yeah. before I head into work or something. And yeah, it's funny you mention that as... You know, I think a lot of people, I think a lot of younger, like the younger generation of people that were like on Xbox watching Mixer, for a lot of them, Mixer was their first uh, experience into live streaming. Yeah. Right? So they might not even have known what Twitch was. So then when Mixer's gone, they wouldn't know, like, oh, there is an alternative. I can still, I enjoyed live streaming and watching those. Uh, I'll download the alternative, which is the Twitch app, you know? Like, the disconnect there, I think, is... yeah. More than probably people would think that for a lot of people, you know, Beam slash Mixer was their first live streaming experience. I guess one of the things as well is with Mixer shutting down, there's no, as far as I know, there's no Facebook gaming app on Xbox, is there? Plus, uh, no. Plus the, uh, the Twitch app isn't exactly advertised. You literally have to go into the store and search for it to find it. And... Sure. I, I think that's probably one thing that maybe Microsoft or Xbox could have done a little bit better with Mixer shutting down is literally show people the options on the dashboard. And I think that would have mm-hmm. probably retained a lot of people that were interested in streaming because I know a lot of the Xbox viewers, they they didn't have the app on their phones or they wouldn't go on a computer to watch a stream. And yeah, I, I think... I, I guess for Facebook gaming, especially as Microsoft said they partnered to them, I think that's kind of a missed opportunity to move a lot of the viewers over as well. Mm-hmm. I, I think they just probably assume, oh, well, everyone's got Facebook on their phone. They'll just watch off there. But, um, yeah, but, but br- bridging that gap would have been huge. Yeah, I think it would have been. Um, now, what is your opinion on, I, I guess not only the way it happens, but... The, the fact that they sold it to everyone is Microsoft deciding to partner with Facebook Gaming. Because I've not really seen any, any, anything materialize through that partnership. Like, I've seen, say, Xbox On and Xbox Ambassadors and, like, official Xbox streams actually being on Twitch, not Facebook <laughs> Gaming. So I was trying to work out what the partnership actually meant, apart from moving the streamers over. I don't know. I think it was just, I think it's words they used to make it seem like it was, an, it was a plan. Yeah. Right. Um, to where uh, I'm going to put on my tinfoil hat here and not a conspiracy, but I think literally because just they were done with it and didn't want to just toss it in the dumpster. Yeah. And, you know, they uh, literally just, you know, partnered with Facebook. I think to... the wording uh, confused a lot of people as well. Um, For sure. Because when, when you read into the wording, they literally worded it as we're closing operations on Mixer and partnering with Facebook Gaming. Now, initially, a lot of people were like, oh, Facebook's just coming and bought out Mixer. But uh-huh. it doesn't look like that at all when you read the word in it. It literally looks like they could see that Mixer wasn't as successful as they wanted it to be, so they just found a reason to shut it down and then just partnered with another streaming platform instead. Yeah. Now, whether Facebook Gaming is actually integrated into the Series X or anything like that, I don't know. But what I find kind of surprising is that Almost all the games that they've announced for the Series X are going to work on the Xbox One anyway. And it mm-hmm. sounds like they're not... Or actually, have they ceased production of the Xbox One? I know they were going to start, I believe, or at least limit it down and start dwindling the numbers. 
it seems odd that they haven't put any Facebook gaming related stuff on the Xbox One yet. Like, maybe they'll launch X, like Facebook gaming streaming options onto the Series X, but it seems a bit odd that they've not put anything onto the Xbox One, seeing as they're That's technically true. partnered with them. Well, I mean, I mean, you know, I think like with your, you know, like you said, with your wording, with the air quotes, you know, it's like, eh, what does that really mean, though? Yeah. You know, because was is it is it truly like a Microsoft Mixer partnership with Facebook? Or, you know, did Microsoft just fully cut ties with Mixer and just kind of like pass it on and like, oh, we'll do a Mixer Facebook partnership and we'll just absorb it and then we're cool. Which well, yeah. is kind of what it seems like is happening. It literally seems like they just linked them up so <laughs> people could sign into Facebook Gaming with their Mixer account and migrate I mean, it's, over. It's that, pretty, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. And I guess we'll I guess we'll see, you know, through the, the rest of this year kind of how that develops. But my guess, based on what we've seen so far, is you know, it's it's not really a, a partnership in the in the sense of like, as we're thinking about it, to where like, oh, let's get some Facebook gaming stuff into the Xbox One and on the Xbox X and you know, let's try and build it together versus like, hey, thanks for taking that off our hands. Yeah, it literally just seemed like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. I think a lot of people are still, I guess, upset about the the way it all happened, and I guess a lot of the blame was like incorrectly diverted at Facebook, because I think initially a lot of people thought it was Facebook's fault that Mixer was shutting down, but I think afterwards it became clear that it was a Microsoft <laughs> decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, did you did you capture a lot of the last streams on Mixer? So I know Matt was doing a stream, and there was also one of the engineers did a final stream where they literally pushed a big red button to shut down Mixer. Did you manage to catch I, any of that? I was watching the big red button push through your stream, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I'm still proud of the fact that my last ever message on Mixer was just the letter Y. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was there was someone I can't remember who it was posted a screenshot showing that he was uh, the last ever message on Mixer and literally like the message before was just me saying why, and I feel like I um I said goodbye to the blueberries in the best way possible. A hundred percent, hundred percent, yeah, yeah. Like oh man, I mean it was crazy uh, on that whole like the whole atmosphere of Mixer, you know? Yeah. You know, especially like a couple days after it, there was like still some people there but like after that like first week first 10 days like it was like just a skeleton of what it used to be and at that point it was just people having like uh you know moved to twitch streams kind of thing yeah and i think that's what in a sense that was kind of like that's probably the more the depressing part was to slowly just watch mixer like <laughs> degrade to fewer and fewer people and like the streams that were on there like just weren't streams anymore I love uh, that uh, Tim was one of the most viewed streams on there with just a replay of a. Uh... Tim was crushing it, man. <laughs> it was um, it was the division, wasn't it? It was just yeah, like yeah. a replay of the video over and over again. But he had yeah. hundreds of viewers watching it for like the entire month. It doesn't make sense. I mean, there were there were a number of people who had him up and had like, uh, one hundred, two hundred, three hundred plus people. Yeah. Like somehow have them. They have a tab up for them. Uh. And all it is is either like a graphic or a you know a billboard or like in Tim's case, Tim was just replaying some division footage. You know, yeah. the crazy part is like I would jump in there so often just to see what was going on in the chat, and like people are still talking. Yeah, yeah. Like, what is going like? What is going? Go watch the live content somewhere. Why are you hanging out in chat right here? It seems like a lot <laughs> of people thought it was live, but 
I think a lot of people thought the purpose of doing stuff like that was to move them over to the new platform, but it seems like a lot of people just decided they would watch that instead. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess so. So, I mean, I, I know I'd, I'd pop in there every day, uh, you know, five minutes at a time, just to see, like, and I'd scroll up chat and see, like, who came in and said something, just to see. And I'm like, a lot of it was, you know, hey, Tim, how you doing? Uh, hey, Tim, do you hear me? You're shutting down. Like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's like all that, all that kind of crazy stuff. So I, I was kind of surprised that, uh, I guess I'm not surprised that that's what was left at the end of it. You know what I mean? But it was just yeah. kind of crazy. It was just crazy to see, really. It was like, it was like an, like a, uh, it was like an apocalypse just hit and there was like a wasteland of remnants of Mixer that were still alive <laughs> at the time. It was crazy. So going forward with your streams, do you have any yeah. like goals you want to achieve or like ambitions of where you want to take it to or? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I think, uh, when I first got over and like was, you know, moved everything from Mixer over to Twitch and was like, all right, let's go. Um, you know, I think just like on, just like on Mixer, once you kind of get the ball rolling, it's like, all right, let's see, let's see what I can do with this now. Yeah. You know, and, and. The way I look at it is, for me, it's, you know, it's not like, uh, let's see what I can do with it for personal gain. I'm just like, I just want to see what I can do with it as, you know, someone who was on Mixer um, yeah. to come over to the bigger platform and continue to grow and reach more people. Um, but then also on the flip side of that is to think of like the community of people that I've built, people that are just viewers, people that are viewers and streamers, you know, like yourself. Like that group of community of people, um, you know that that I, I I know pretty well. Like the kind of like friend circle. Yeah. Like, you know, how, how what can I do on my end to grow my stream to then also help them grow theirs to make that bigger, right? Yeah. Um, you know, so I think I think for for me in a way, I always think about it as like as much as I like to see myself grow, I like I really do enjoy seeing my friends grow on the side of that especially the ones that have really big ambitions to make it a full-time thing. Right. Yeah. So for me, I, I think I, maybe I, maybe I lock myself in this little bubble since I do work full-time and I love what I do outside of gaming. I don't know if I could give it up. Right. Like legitimately, I don't know if I could as much yeah. as it'd be easy to say, Oh man, if I got a ninja contract, I'd be set, you know? Um, so it's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to put myself in this part-time bubble. I'm going to do what I do because I enjoy it. And like really be on for the ride, but also building it as as best I can to not only help build, you know, myself to whatever that may be, but also the viewers who spend time with me, the yeah. other streamers who spend their off time with me, and then you know the the other streamers help their streams, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, are there any brands or companies that you work with at the moment, or any that you would like to work with? Oh, there is none that I work with in the moment. Um, I think I've always been really bad at that kind of <laughs> that kind of stuff, <laughs> you know. Like I, I, I've been to all the conventions, and I've talked to a bunch of brands, and it's it always comes down to like, are you? I don't know. Are you saying the right thing? Are you what they're looking for? And it's uh, it's really hard to tell, you know, because some of them don't really care about your numbers. They're like they want to know about you as the person. Yeah. Uh, what do you, what do you, you know? What are your values? What kind of community do you have? So. Uh, I've been really terrible at that and like, or having the confidence, I would say to reach out to a company to say, yeah. you know, Hey, this is me. This is what I do. Um, this is, you know, my community. 
um, would you like to work on something together? You know? So yeah. I don't know. I think it'd be cool to work with uh, like a, I mean, you know, since we are in like the, the streamer space, it's all, it's all computers and peripherals and stuff like that. Yeah. It'd yeah. be cool to have something like that, to have a brand that you truly enjoy, uh, you know, and, and a brand that enjoys what you do uh, on your end. But I don't know. I, I, I guess I've, I've never looked at that too, too much, mainly because I've always just kind of doubted maybe what I offer to a company. You know, I think initially I just think, oh, I need big numbers. I need big numbers and I need big analytics to get a company to, to reach out or a company to even read my email. So. Yeah. I think that's probably why I've um, held off for quite a while as well. I've, I've worked with companies in the past and I've had, I'd say, mixed experience with, with them. Mm-hmm. Um, one example would be, I guess, GT Mega Racing, the chair. Uh, mm-hmm. I literally found out a few months ago that my my account with them, my affiliate code and everything just got deleted with no warning. So <laughs> oh, no! I guess I'm not working with them anymore. Um, oh, no. I did work with Trust Gaming for a little bit. Um, it it was interesting. It was it was good to start with. They would always like reach out every month and see how things are going and send me things and whatever. Um, and then it kind of went weird and the the contact just disappeared and it it mm-hmm. became me contacting them all the time. And I remember, like, the last contact I had with them was I reached out and said, I hope everything's going well. And then they literally just replied, you too. And that, and that was it. I was like, okay, <laughs> then. The I response. guess that one's over. I was like, literally, yeah, it was like a two-word response. And uh, th- uh, this was an email as well. I think there was, there was more text in, the, in like, yeah. the signature of the email than it was in the actual email. Um, but, yeah, I, I guess... At the moment, I'm not really working on many. There's Stealth Gaming, which do the headsets. Um, mm. They're just always there if I need anything, or they're That's just awesome. a really awesome company. Um, they don't have like any requirements or anything. And then Gamergoo as well, which do the uh, panel ocean stuff. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, the main reason I think I'm working with them is because I think their product is really good. It, it genuinely works. Apart from that, um, I'm not really working with any companies i don't think i kind of feel like i want to get my streams and stuff in a better position before i ever consider stuff like that again i think some of them they have quite high expectations like i know meta threads they their contract thing said like you have to do a certain amount of social media posts every month and certain amount of streams and you have to mention them in certain things and tag them and i i think with like full-time work and everything else it is quite hard to keep up with stuff like that and i think it puts a lot of pressure on yourself to try and meet this company's expectations mm-hmm. so I, I think i'm in the same boat as you where i'm not really actively looking to work with any and i'm just kind of working with the ones that i am because they're just they don't really have any expectations and they're just super helpful companies and really nice people yeah now, someone in the chat just said, is that a new haircut? I don't know if they mean me or if they mean you. <laughs> uh, yes to both. <laughs> yes to, yeah, yes to both. Yeah, mine was basically, my hair got annoying, so Steph just shaved all of it off. And yours yeah. was, uh, it was a sub, uh, something, yeah, wasn't was it? You hit a sub goal, yeah. Now, are, are you planning on getting rid of the mohawk eventually, or are you keeping that for as long I'm as you can? Keep it, I'm going to keep it for a while. I, I mean, I, uh, I was surprised at how much I enjoy it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I'm actually, I think, uh, sometime this week I need to redo the sides and trim the sides up and then I might narrow in the Mohawk a little bit. Yeah. 
Um, but I'm just going to keep it going. I, I, I've got it now. I'm kind of attached to it. So Are I'll, you excited what I'll need about... to do is I'll, I'll need to make a sub goal to get rid of it if my viewers <laughs> don't like it. Are you excited about the uh, reactions from your uh, colleagues or have they already seen it? Uh, a few already have. <laughs> like, I, think, <laughs> I think the first day, uh, like a couple days after I got the initial Mohawk, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. I uh, I met I saw one of them at work, and they're like, "Oh, that's a different haircut." And I'm like, "Yeah, you know, I'm a streamer." Blah blah blah. So I got this haircut, and like they were like surprised by it because I typically either had, you know, not this length of hair, uh, maybe a little bit shorter or short like yours, where I would just buzz it and not deal with it. Yeah. So having something totally different, you know, uh, was like a shock. But I mean, a lot of people have said it looks. That they kind of like it on me, I guess. I don't know. Um, how um how high maintenance was the afro? Oh man, uh, not <laughs> really. It, it's not really that bad until it gets pretty long. Uh, I know when I had it in, uh, when I had one way back in college, I let it grow out for a little bit over a year, and it got oh, really, really long. There was definitely some maintenance on that, mainly because like some areas, especially like in the back, yeah, uh, would get like um, they would get like really matted and almost like turning into little dreadlocks. So I'd yep. always have to, like, really be sure to, like, brush some areas out. Like, it actually became a hassle. But it was awesome to have an afro, but, you know. I wish my hair would do that. If I grow my <laughs> hair out, I kind of discovered this year, because this year I grow my hair longer than I ever have before. And uh-huh. it basically just looks like, you know, the original Spider-Man movies, Tobey Maguire, when he has yeah. that, like, emo phase with his <laughs> long hair? My hair goes <laughs> like that. And I feel like it doesn't really suit me. Uh, Steph found it hilarious because she would always say that I looked like Tobey Maguire when I was around the house. Um, so I ended up just styling my hair to the side to try and avoid uh, that. But yeah, you, you didn't want the emo hair. No, nah, I don't think it's it really suits me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, the the killer question that I make sure yeah. I ask everyone as well: Are you signing for Brime? Oh, uh, you know, I don't know if I want to jump on the new streaming platform bandwagon again. Uh, trying to, trying to, I don't know. Have you seen I, the latest I, with it? What's been happening? Oh God, not not in the last two days, maybe. Uh, I don't know if you saw the videos posted by uh, all the messages and videos posted by uh, what was his name, Major Respect. Yeah, um, I don't think I have not. I, I don't know if Brime is going to be a thing for much longer or if they've already shut it down. Um, oh, God. No. They, they had a cease and desist order against I, them. I did, yeah. see, I did see that. And then whatever day that was, I feel like I saw some things like the next day or the day after with some more posts about it potentially still going on. Um, I don't know. The whole the whole thing is just kind of crazy. Uh, like, I, I know who TJ is. I've met him at a number of the cons. Yeah. He's a really nice guy. I don't know what the heck he's got planned for this thing or how he's going to get it done. Uh, but I kind of feel bad for him that, like... What's happening with it? Just, people are just, like, super hating on it. And it's like, he's just trying to do something good, man. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, I feel um, really bad for him. Uh, I I remember but, when he first tweeted about the idea of it to start with, and I, I think it was unfortunate that it... I, I guess it was partly his fault in the sense that he made the account before anything was actually made, and he followed people like Dr. Disrespect Ninja Shroud, who didn't have a platform at the time. And I think news agencies found the account, put two and oh, two yeah, together, and um, it kind of blew up. And it it's a shame that 
that I guess all happened before anything was actually ready so it put so much pressure yeah. on and it's uh yeah I, I guess it, it's unfortunate because I, I would have liked to see it happen and turn out to be a really good platform and everything um I feel like now with everything that's happened it probably won't but yeah yeah I think you're right it just I mean it just sucks that like uh I mean you're right he had the name and everything and he was trying to build like a brand awareness without having a product yet yeah you know but it's not like he'd been working on it a long time I think it was like you know I he's even said it before that it was it was a it was an idea and then once the mixer thing got announced like he just went in on it it's like all right well, now we have to do it we have to do it now because the mixer's closing down yeah you know and then everyone just got you know like you're saying everyone's just like well you don't have anything so screw you you know what i mean it was kind of like uh an unfortunate guess, yeah kind of thing i guess it was partly as well where the rumors about dr disrespect and stuff they weren't addressed very clearly uh -huh. um and i i feel like if it was all addressed really clearly really early on it may not have gone as crazy as it did but I, I guess on the flip side, when you've got a Twitter account that suddenly jumps to like 80,000 followers and there's all this hype around it, I guess you kind of want to keep it going and try and make it a thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a shame. Uh, I, I did feel bad for him watching his videos he posted and some of his tweets he's posted as well because it feels like he has tried to put a lot into it and it's uh, mm -hmm. kind of backfired in multiple directions now. But yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so in terms of uh, streaming, um, what what advice would you give to, say, someone in the chat who doesn't stream? Uh, uh -huh. What sort of advice would you give them? Uh, in, I guess with streaming in general, like, I know some people would say, don't do it, it's really stressful and mentally draining. <laughs> some people would be like, just do it, be yourself, get mates involved, whatever. What sort of advice would you uh, give to someone new? I, I would definitely be on the, the just do it kind of thing. Yeah. Um, like, uh, in a way, it's only as... Is it stressful? Yeah. But it's only as stressful as you make it, in a sense. Um, you know, because, uh, I mean, there are definitely those people. And I remember, um, you know, back, you know, especially this past year, I was in, in like, the uh, the Mixer subreddit, right, that people had made. And yeah. there was always... I'd go through that, and I'd just try to help somebody out with some advice or something, or, like, a stream tip. And they'd always be like, you know, I've been streaming... 10 hours a day for six days a week uh and you know on top of work and all this and i've only got this many views and so many follows and i'm like you're just making it stressful for yourself like yeah. that just just reading that makes me stressed out for you kind of thing and uh you know i think you've gotta in a way you almost have to have no expectations you know if you're just gonna start up and hit the live yeah. button just go just go into it no like with with little to no expectations, um, you know I I don't know what I would do right now if I let's if if today was my first day to be a streamer and I was going to start up I don't even know what I would do to be honest that'd be kind of tough I think I'd do the same thing I did I would just hit live hope someone shows up you know if someone showed up great chat with them um, but I think maybe now it's a, maybe it's a bit easier since I've done it like I would probably you know like many people do already they hang out in streams they hang out in you know uh, they jump into like someone's community of three or four streamers and hang out with all them. Yeah. Watch their streams, engage in chat, you know. Um, and then, you know, when you go live, it's easy. Like, oh, hey, uh, you know, I know that person. They hang out in my chat and they hang out in this chat and this chat and this chat. I'm, I'm going to hang out with them. Let's see what's going on. And then, boom, you've already got, there's your first viewer. 
you know, I think, um, yeah, I, I think it's in, in a way, I think it is that easy to get one viewer, right? Yeah. Um, is to, you know, the, and I guess, uh, obviously you can hang out with Dr. Disrespect and he's probably not going to watch your stream. You know, you got to understand that. But I think a lot of people 100% would, you know, yeah. you know, like, especially if you're in the discord and they have like a, you know, promote your stream. You know, I tell everybody who's, uh, who's in my discord, like post in there. Cause if I'm not, if I'm at work or something, I'm, I have somebody pulled up to listen to at work. Yeah. So, you know, if you post in there, I'm going to, I'm going to click on it and I'm going to hang out. Uh, I'll type a little bit, but I'm probably going to be doing work and I've got you pulled up on our TV. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, uh, you know, just, and I think that comes with like just finding people that, uh, you kind of vibe with in a bit, you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to get Ninja to watch your, your stream. You're not going to get someone crazy like that who's already on, like, a 10-hour stream grind, you know. But, um, I don't know. I, I don't want to say not to, like, shoot for the moon on it, but when you start off and you're just getting your feet moving, you can't have the, the world's highest expectations, regardless of how good your setup is and your lights and your camera and your audio and your overlays and the bells and whistles. It's still going to come down to... People probably enjoying you as a person first, and then, you know, everything else is just kind of frills and stuff, bells and whistles. I think that's one of the the biggest lessons that I've learned over the last few years. I think when I started out, I was so driven to hit milestones, and I think I initially didn't want to be a partner or a mixer. I, I never considered doing that, and then people encouraged me to. I got denied pretty much straight away. And then I guess I kind of thought I'd try proving them wrong and show that I can actually do it. But I think the biggest lesson that I've learned is to setting goals and expectations and stuff isn't necessarily a good thing. Although it can give you something to work towards and drive, it can also have mm -hmm, the sure. opposite effect and have quite a negative effect. Uh, and I've seen a lot of people say, well, I've, I've been in this many streams and none of them are in my streams and stuff and things like that. And I... I I guess not setting expectations is good because it doesn't put pressure on you. I think that's one thing that I've done because I've I've, I've basically switched platforms and I've completely switched what I do. I had never did a podcast mm -hmm. before. I didn't really do proper web shows and stuff before. And I've kind of been like, right, I'm on a new platform. I kind of want to do things differently now. And I've sort of said to myself, I've got no expectations now of, oh, I want to hit like, 2000 followers by the end of the month or I want to get this many subs or anything I'm just kind of doing it because I enjoy it now and mm -hmm. I, I think starting out I guess that's the sort of mindset that a lot of people don't have and should have I think yeah. they start out and be like right I want to get my first 100 followers I want to push to affiliate I want to do this I want to do that and I guess it puts pressure on people when they're like oh I only got 5 followers in a stream or something and or I got 1 follower or I only got this amount of views and stuff. Uh, I, I I think that's the biggest lesson to learn from like a new stream of perspective is that don't set goals and stuff and then put pressure on yourself to achieve them. And I think that's a good point, you know, uh, especially, you know, if you set yourself up for like, you know, I want to get X many followers by the end of the month. Yeah. You know, in, in the sense, the way that affects your streaming is like every person that comes into your stream, uh, 
you're just you're just doing it to hope they follow, right? So yeah. then it's like, hey, don't forget to follow, don't forget to you're like you're just advertising yourself in your own stream in a way. And then, you know, you almost kind of like build into your own anxiety in that sense. You're like, yeah. oh man, well Smiler's been here for like ten minutes, he didn't follow yet. You know? And it's like, okay, what am I doing right now that's why isn't he following? And you you start to like internally break all that down. Yeah. And then at the end of the stream, you're like, all right, well, I just streamed eight hours. Uh, you know, I had X many viewers, only this many followers. And you almost go too much into the analytics of the stream instead of just, if you probably would have just had like a, a more relaxed feel to it and just did your thing, that might have been better. I think that's one of the downsides of Twitch is that there are so many analytics <laughs> that you can check. Oh my God, yes. You can literally see, I had this many people in the chat this time or it shows all the percentages like your chat had this many less viewers than your last stream or you had like five yeah. more followers than before but you had yeah. less subs and i guess it's a dangerous thing to look too much into oh, those really analytics especially early on as well i guess if you're someone like ninja or shroud or that sort of caliber of streamer i guess the analytics are a lot more important but starting out streaming i really don't yeah, think there it are could, it could it could vary almost too much yeah and like yeah. i know I know I I looked into them not a, not a little bit when I first started on Twitch because it was it was cool and analytics that actually worked. Yeah. Oh right? yeah. That's like, the oh, big man, thing. Oh man, look at all these cool analytics. And then I was like, all right, well, I don't really need to know how many unique viewers I had relative to last stream, you know, because yeah. it, it like every stream varies anyway, you know. Um, so it's like, oh, you were a hundred percent better. I'm like, great. And then like the next stream is like, oh, you were sixty five percent worse. I'm like, no, why? You know, and like. Even though I didn't worry about it, just having the numbers in my face telling me that something was different, you know, yeah. Um, instead of just like I think I've I would have almost just rather like to know how many unique viewers there were, right? That's it. That's just a number to know. I don't need to know, you know, how many of those followed me or whatever. But um, you know, the, the numbers they spit out are so cool. But it, you know, again, if you're just like if you're especially starting out, even like right now, like if you're just breaking down those numbers to figure out what the hell's going on. And like, yeah, you could like you you drive yourself crazy. I think I saw as well uh, with a lot of people that switched over from Mixer to Twitch, uh, where they were trying to push for partnership on Twitch, mm -hmm. and where Twitch have got that path to partner bit where it shows like your average years and everything. And I think yeah. after the initial hype of everyone switching over and all of that, oh, let's already support each other, and where it slowly went down and declined. I think a lot of people have seen that decline and I've seen a lot of people struggling on social media and stuff saying numbers are dropped and things like that. But I, I think again, when when you step back and look at the difference between like affiliate and partner on Twitch, there's not really too many differences from what I can tell. No, not, not, really. not really many that would affect someone anyway. Like if, if you're streaming to earn money, I think partners can get a slightly bigger share of subs and stuff, but yeah. I don't think it's... I, I think the affiliate numbers are pretty much the same as they were on Mixer anyway. So yeah. I, uh -huh. I I think a lot of people were focusing too much on getting partnership on Twitch initially. Mm -hmm. I know... I think I think uh, Jokun had that initially where he was really pushing for partner and he was focusing on like the average viewers trying to make sure that he was keeping up to the 75 and stuff. And I know a couple of times he got a bit down when it dipped below that. But I think now he's kind of taken a step back and thought actually i'm focusing too much on that and he's just doing what he enjoys now and it's good to see but right 
it, it, that changes your content when you're when you're streaming to hit the number versus streaming just to enjoy and entertain. Sure, yeah. You know, you, yeah. you definitely provide a different vibe and feel to the stream. Um, you know, and that I think that's one thing that like for me, I I took a step back pretty quickly. Like, uh, I know I applied for it and I put my you know the stats and all that all that stuff, and I was like, well, you know, whatever. I've I've got affiliate, so at least I have you know I can get emotes and stuff like that. That's kind yeah. of that's that's what I need. I need the emotes just so I can have some, and then that's cool. Um, uh, you know, and for some people, it's like. I think they put they thought so much into it, like it they drove themselves crazy. I mean, between I mean we, you've probably seen it as well on, uh, you know the Twitter or in you know in discords and stuff. People are like having breakdowns because they weren't gonna get the the Twitch check mark, right? And I think one yeah. thing that people, I think for me, I took a step back really quickly and was like, all right, well the mixer partner badge literally means nothing to Twitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, to where it's it's not like you needed the partner badge to validate what you're doing. You know, would have been nice to have, of course. That'd have been so cool to say you're a Twitch partner. Yeah. You know, but in terms of it seemed like for some people it was like a life or death. Like, oh my god, if I don't get it, my streaming career is over. Yeah. Uh, and it, you know, it's like, well, it's not. It's just in a different spot now. Like, yeah. You 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 you're still gonna get affiliate. You can get your subs, you can do your bit things, you can still, you know, you can still do it as a full-time creator, probably, uh, and you can continue on. Like, it, like life will go on. Like, it's, yeah. it, you know, some people, like many others, put a lot of time and effort into a Mixer, you know, so it's like, we're on the same, I, I get why you're mad, but at the same time, like, not to say they just gotta move on, but you're gonna be, you're gonna be okay if you just kind of keep your head, head on straight and continue doing what you were doing. I think the uh, the shutdown made me realize as well that rather than investing everything into one streaming platform, I should probably invest a lot more into social media as well. Uh, I don't know if you found the same, like, uh, I think Twitter is still probably one of the best platforms for streamers. I mean, it's also one of the most toxic for <laughs> streamers as well. <laughs> that, that too, but, yeah. Yeah, uh, I noticed as well, um, during the whole Switch, I know you did the, was it the 30 Days of J. Mitchell, 30 Reasons? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, tr that, I tried that was to get, amazing. Like, clips and stuff out, you know, I was trying to think of something stupid to, like, carry it over, and I, I think I found myself, now that I am over on Twitch, I think I found my myself in general, not just through, like, that, um, trying to post, like, different things and different clips of my time on Mixer, but even now, I think I find myself more socially active on Twitter um, than I was. At least yeah. on, like, posting out something from myself, or um, I think maybe just being smarter about how I'm posting content onto that, and more of a drive to do it more regularly, to where, you know, before it would be like, once in a blue moon, I'd, I'd put a post up from me, you know, talking about my content or something going on, um, but now I find myself, you know, liking and commenting and trying to retreat as, you know, a lot more often... Yeah. To not only share other people's content and what I'm liking, but also helping kind of push mine as as well. I think that's one thing that I um thank you for that by the way, Dan. <laughs> I think that's one thing that I um missed out on quite a lot with social media is that um I, I think in all my time on Mixer I barely had anybody come in the stream and said they come from like Twitter or Instagram or something like that. Um I've seen that now on Twitch with a few people, but um I feel like it's more important to, for from my point of view anyway. I feel like 
it's more important for me to invest a lot more time into Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess with the type of stuff that I'm doing now as well, like there, there was a question in the chat about uh, starting out as a streamer, do you, should you play the game that everyone else is playing or, or do the things you like doing? And um, from my point of view, it would be do what you enjoy. If you start with that and build up from that, it's going to be the, the best kind of stuff, I guess. Mm-hmm. On Mixer, although I did enjoy Fortnite for quite a while, I um, maybe should have stopped playing it sooner. Um, <laughs> I, I basically stopped at the start of this year, um, and it just got to the point where I just didn't enjoy it anymore. Um, and I think on reflection, I wasn't enjoying it as much for quite a while, and I probably should have stopped a lot earlier. And I, I guess it's the thing as well that when you, if you commit to doing something like that for so long, and you suddenly change it, you are going to see quite a drop off and i feel like that's where social yeah. media can help if you have strong mm-hmm. presence on social media as well change in your content isn't necessarily going to be as damaging i guess is the way of putting it um i, I guess because a lot of the views and stuff that i had on mixer would have been from people that are on xbox or people that only really watch fortnite stuff and switching up to like rocket league or doing something like this a lot of them were like i'm not really interested in that whereas i feel like with social media people follow you just for you and not really for what you do on streaming on twitch and stuff because they're following you at the end of the day they're following you on twitter so they're most likely following you for the stuff that you put out on twitter and i i know it's something i still need to work on as well i've i've tried to set myself a challenge of maybe doing like three two or three tweets a day plus replying to tweets and stuff i'm still failing that challenge at the moment but uh (laughs) i don't know about you do you do you just tweet like during breaks at work or do you just go on there as much as you can or do you um, set yourself yeah I'm, it's i would say it's typically like you know when i get up in the morning and i'm eating i'll flip through and see what's going on or something and like at work uh you know to get away just to get away from like the work grind i'll jump on for like five or ten minutes and like scroll through you know likings posts or whatever if something is like relatable i'll comment on it or i'll you know if it's if it's something going on i'll retweet it you know with a comment or something uh i don't i i think like for me i don't put a like a, all right i need to do this many of those today because then i'll i think i'll put pressure on myself too much yeah um um so like i mean there are some days where i'll i'll only like i'll just like stuff all day and the next day it's like oh man all these things are awesome i'm gonna comment these you know it just like the ebbs and flows of twitter you know and who else is posting what yeah and you know i try to put something out for myself uh, you know, once a week or something, maybe more than once a week if I've got a good clip from stream or something, or, you know, uh, try and get it and spread it out there. And kind of like you said, it, it's a good way to kind of bridge the gap from a lot of that stuff, especially if you're, you know, changing up your content style on stream, you know, a lot of that, yeah. you know, you could, you could use the other social medias to kind of help bridge the gap between those two or build upon one or the other. I feel like I um I struggle a lot with Instagram because I just don't know what to post. Oh, I feel like when when I sit back and think about right, what can I post pictures of on Instagram? I oh, literally man. don't know, and I feel like it's such a boring person. I look around and like, oh maybe I could post a picture of that headset or maybe a setup. Or, but then there's only so many times you can do that, and I feel like I I'd want to post like daily on Instagram, but I feel like I just don't have enough stuff to um oh, man. Yeah. to post. 
I, you know, I, I am terrible. I like, I love going through and checking Instagram and see what people post about whatever they're doing. Yeah. I am terrible about posting my own stuff. Um, and I just opened it up to see when I posted last. My, la- my last post was on June 18th. I, d- I did a, <laughs> uh, a, uh, this was right before the mixer shut down. I did a, an art stream, you know, for the, our community day. Goldie and I, we did art and we painted each other on stream. Yep. And that was kind of cool. But the, Prior to that one, my post prior was on July 5th of 2019, uh, when I was in England, actually. So it's like I was about a year, was about a year long gap of no Instagram posts. That's how terrible I am at it. Oh, that's, right. that's too far. That's too long. One year. I, I just checked posts, mine as well. So. My, uh, my last Instagram post was August the 8th. So it was like 10 days ago, nine days ago, nearly. Um, but... Yeah, I just don't know what to post. Looking at the last things I posted, not many of them are actually gaming related. There's a weekend I went away with Steph, uh-huh. um, a link for my Discord, a weekend I went away with Steph, <laughs> me with no hair, uh, and then the last actual like stream related clip or whatever was 14th of July. I, I, I yeah, you know, I just I think don't know that's what kind to of post. a cool thing about Instagram in a way, though. You know, like because. I think for the most part, Twitter is kind of like, you know, it's 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 phrased as like streamer Twitter. Yeah. Uh, but then you know, even the stuff that I always go through and I see other people post about on, um, on Instagram is more of like what's going on in the Smiler life when the computer's off. Yeah. You know, um, an example will be, you know, like Lobster right here posted an hour ago. Colder days equals cozier jumpers. You know what I mean? She's she's hanging out in the house right now. You know what I mean? And like that's that's probably more of an engaging post than if it was a a stream or like gaming related post, you know? Yeah. Because it's like, oh, she's not streaming. What is she doing right now? Oh, she's just hanging out. I feel like that's a cool part of um, Instagram is that it does show that other side to streaming. I, I feel like some people post like stream clips and stuff on Instagram, but I feel like maybe people don't really want to see that on there they want to see the what does this person do when they're not streaming so i know steph posts uh-huh. a lot of things like her garden and stuff like that um right. and i think that i think that's at least for me i think that's probably the best part of what i see when i check instagram is like the yeah. stuff outside streaming um because you'll see i mean you do see a lot of it on twitter um once in a while i'll see clips on instagram but a lot of it's like uh you know, I, I just scrolling through right there, like, you know, seeing stuff, just hanging out, right? Hanging out. Uh, the next thing was one of Token and his wife out for a walk. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, you know, it, I think you, uh, at least the people that I follow on Instagram, I see a lot more of that kind of stuff. It's more of, you know, here's some behind the scenes stuff, or here's what I'm working on, or here's my IRL life. Here's, you know, here's me out for a walk. Here's what I'm eating for lunch today. What are you guys eating? You know, it's so it's kind of like that engaging content to maybe help people understand that um, people have lives away from streams. You know, yeah, there there is, you know, there's lights in, or there's a life in front of the camera and then there's life uh, when the camera's off, too. Yeah. Yeah. So I think what we'll do now is we'll see if anyone in the chat has got questions. I've got a couple that people have sent to me before, which I sure. think we may have already covered anyway. OK. Um, We've got one that said, how did you first find out about Mixer? Which I think you said one of your friends had early access to it. Was that right? Uh, yeah, I had early access to it on, you know, the Xbox back when it was Beam. 
So as it was like working on getting integrated into the Xbox um, and found out about it through there, which would have been the February 2017 era. Yeah. Uh, and another one we got said, uh, who, if anyone, influenced you to start streaming? Uh, or did you just make the decision yourself? Um, I don't know if I had anybody uh, who I would say like influenced me or like encouraged me, to be honest. Like at the time I was watching, you know, uh, stuff on Twitch and, uh, you know, I, I think for myself, I just thought it would be kind of a cool thing to do, um, you know, at the time, not expecting to get like any, not to be like the next popular streamer, just like, all right, well, I'm playing games anyway, I'll do it. If, if I get a couple people who like to hang out and get a couple fans, then that's awesome. Um, you know, and I think I just, I just went and did it. Yeah, and then you know it just you know three and a half years later now you know here we are. I think before um, Beam, I don't think there was I I don't think I really watched streams. I used to watch Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff on YouTube, but uh, I did try like one test stream on Twitch back in 2016. Uh, It didn't go well because my uh, internet was (laughs) awful. I had an upload of two, so uh, it didn't really work. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I feel like um, I feel like Beam was the community that got me interested in watching streams. Not only trying streaming myself, but actually watching streams as well. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd really spent much time in them. Um, and like I said before, people like you, Rad, uh, Goldie, other people like that, kind of made me kind of want to try it myself. Yeah, and I think that's something that was unique about the Beam, you know, and and like earlier Mixer like a community yeah you know because i don't i don't think there was that uh there was that much of it on twitch i would say i wouldn't know because i wasn't like you know constantly watching streams like i am now but you know i think there were just a lot of people who are who were and still are very encouraging for people to try streaming yeah um you know to where i don't think that was the case probably you know on twitch you know three years ago to where you know Twitch streamer X would be like, oh man, hey, you know, if you guys want to try streaming, you definitely should do it. Um, and where they may have been more worried about trying to keep viewer numbers instead of like, in a way, kind of converting some of their viewers to streamers. To where I think, you know, I, I mean, I still encourage people to do it now in my stream. They're like, hey, I'm thinking about starting a streaming. I'm like, perfect. Do it. Let me know when you start. <laughs> like, <laughs> go for the ride. No, you know. I just suddenly thought of something as well. Um, did you know? Um, both Firebot and MixItUpBot now support events via the channel rewards on Twitch. I I did. I worked. I I started using MixItUpBot a few weeks ago when I did my Clone Hero concert, and then I just found out about Firebot like two days ago. And uh, all this morning, up until you messaged me to get on the call, I was working on <laughs> Firebot. <laughs> Does this mean that? The Cena Webs is going to come to a channel rewards button. <laughs> it, you know what? It might actually. I didn't this think needs about to that, be a thing. I'm, you know what? I'm I'm writing that down in my notebook right now. I didn't you, even think of that, but you I could think certainly will, make it a really high value reward or whatever. I, but I think I will have it return. Yeah. Um, but I've had some I've had some huge plans with the help of Goldie to add a lot of like cool implementation things uh, to the stream, especially on like the marble side of the house. Yeah. Uh, with the emotes and stuff, and I was in a way I was dreading using Mix It Up Bot because I, I didn't have a great experience using it 
for my Clone Hero stream. Uh, and then once I saw that Firebot had it, I updated it, and then all today, all this morning, I was like just experimenting and testing all the different things I could do with it with channel points. Yeah. And uh, like different commands and stuff. Kind of like, you know, just making sure everything still worked and what was actually going to be able to be done with Twitch chat and Firebot. And so far, I've been like super impressed with it. So, yeah. I'm excited to like sink my teeth into that. <laughs> I'm excited to see what you come week. up with. So, uh, are you going to be using uh, Firebot and or Mix It Up Bot for your well I'm now? thinking so because I used to use Firebot mm-hmm. a, a lot. Uh, obviously, with yep. like the. The rad chair dance and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I may bring that back as a channel reward. I don't know if this chair would you know. cope if I do, because this chair was literally falling apart every time I did that chair dance. There's little bits that would fall off of it. Oh, no. uh, because <laughs> oh, I've been no. doing it for like two years in this chair, and oh, yeah, yeah. Every time I would do it, Steph would be sat next to me, and she'd see like little bits of plastic drop off the chair, and we don't know where they've come from. And oh no. So I'll give you an example. So this chair. Um, I'll I'll show you the difference. So this is this is Steph's chair right here. Now if I if I grab this chair, see how it, it doesn't move that much. And it sounds fine. Now with this chair it's not supposed to do that. It's 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 literally <laughs> You've got a lot loose. of wiggle room. Yeah, it's loose <laughs> and it's very Uh-oh. noisy. Um that's basically from about two years of dancing in the chair, throwing it back in. Yeah, it's um yeah. It, it's still surviving, but hey, you know that chair sponsorship's on its way. I think. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be with these lot because they deleted my account and my code. But um, yeah, so like Steph just said in the chat, I think everybody's waiting for the day where the chair just collapses on stream. Oh man, it'll probably happen one day. I feel like if I bring the chair dance back as a channel reward, it probably will happen. At the yeah, moment, it's got... kind of surviving. It's it's had a little bit of a break, but um... I've got a feeling what's gonna happen is you're gonna you're gonna throw the chair back and then it's never gonna come back up. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Or it's just gonna snap and I'm gonna go off the back of the chair. It's probably gonna end up like that. Um, also, Aries says in the chat, next time you stream marbles, can we rig it so I win lots? Try, <laughs> try to get some wins, Aries. We'll see what we can do. We'll see what we can do. Now, do we have any other questions in the chat? We'll see if anyone else has got any questions. I don't know if they do or not. Also, hi, Bambi. It's good to see you. I remember Bambi from uh, the Mixer days. Sutla was my name, because when I uh, started my new job, I was suited and booted. There is actually a picture out on the internet oh, of uh, that's right. me in, <laughs> in my suit, which I don't need to wear anymore because I work from home at the moment. So... Uh, no point dressing up or fancy. Honestly, yeah, as well, go. I think through this lockdown, I don't think my suit will fit anymore. I think I need to lose a bit of Uh-oh. weight before the suit will actually hey, fit. Hey, there you go. There's, <laughs> there's some new streams for you, man. I may actually consider doing that. I, you know, I kind of miss... I did a few like IRL walking streams with Steph on Mixer as well. Uh-huh. I, I kind of want to do some of that as well. I did quite enjoy um, just grabbing a phone and going for a walk. I guess the thing you've got to be careful of is... really cool. Yeah, it, it was really nice to like just show people some of the, uh, I, I guess there's a lot of countryside and stuff where I live. Um, the, the thing we've always got to be careful of is, um, is trying to watch out for any signs or anywhere that says where we may be and dodging oh, them. that's true. So yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. one place we were walking, there was a massive sign in the background. I had just had to like spin around and dodge it and pretend that no one saw it. I don't think anyone did, but <laughs> yeah, I guess you've got to be careful. 
Yeah, that, I guess that, that could be the uh, that could be the downside to the IRL Daddy? out and abouts. I hear one of the many streamers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just came in. Was that the older one or the younger one? <laughs> yeah, that was the older one. <laughs> so Steph says, uh, "What's the plan with the hair next?" Was I? You know, I don't know what the plan is next. I think I'm just going to continue to let it do its thing. Um, I've already got a plan for probably sometime this week to trim the sides again, narrow the mohawk a little bit. I'm just going to let it keep going, especially because it's so freaking hot right now. Um. You know, I'm kind of liking it short. I'm kind of digging the mohawk. I don't know why. Have you considered straightening the mohawk and see, uh, I, <laughs> see I, what it looks I like? I tried. I tried, like, right when I first got it. Yeah. Uh, when I first got it cut to try and make it, like, as straight as possible and as, as like, up. Um, and it didn't seem like it did anything. Like, my wife had, like, a little flat iron, and we were trying to, like, straighten it and pull it out. And, uh... It didn't really get any straighter, to be honest. We tried to, like, uh, <laughs> do a couple of things to it, and it almost works better by me doing it by hand to, like, kind of pull out the curls a little bit and floof it up. So. I love it. Yeah. Just going to roll with it for a while. <laughs> now, Dan's this question in the chat. I think what he means is, what are your thoughts on... I don't know if he means, like, say, my background compared to a green screen background. Ah, Like, okay. what you prefer. I think that's what it means, anyway. Yeah, uh, probably a natural or green screen back. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, I don't know. I think, uh... I mean, I think both are really good. It just depends on what... It really depends on your lighting. Yeah. Because um, I know when I was, um... Messing, like, I had moved my room around, and I took the green screen down, and for a couple of days I just had my background, which, much like yours, is just a couple shelves with, like, you know, your little collectibles on them. Yeah. Um, but the lights I currently have weren't bright enough, uh, along with my camera to get a really good, to like get a really good quality picture from it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, then I put the green screen back up and I've just, I've been just using green screen. I think if I updated my light, my lights a bit better, you know, then, you know, it, it really just kind of depends. I think it also depends on what you're doing, you know, like, uh, some games, you know, you might want to show off more of the of the game than than not, or how your overlay is. Some overlays that have the little box look really good. You know, it just yeah. it, all those things kind of come into play. I don't really think it matters too much, to be honest. It really, I think, if you're happy with it and you kind of make it work within your you know your broadcast, then yeah. then go with it. So aside from your green screen, uh, what sort of setup do you have at the moment? I remember that you used to stream everything through the uh, Xbox app on the PC, didn't you? Okay. We're, done, we're done with that. <laughs> <laughs> we're done with that. That I, I finally got rid of that, I don't know, uh, like a year and such into streaming. I finally uh, got uh, an internal capture card, so I was done with the Xbox app, because that was brutal. It was I great you have a lot of fun. for starting off, but man... <laughs> I'm glad that's done with. Um, so, you know, I, I haven't done a lot of upgrades recently. Uh, I mean, I, I think I got the the PC that I use now. I got, uh, how old is it now? Maybe two years old now? Yeah. You know, so got a PC. I run, uh, you know, I've got my two lights. I, I run a three-monitor setup, which I think uh, you can always just, you can always get more monitors and you can always fill them up with stuff. I'm but still in you on two. You know, I've got a space for a third one right here. I just don't hey, have there it you yet. Go. I, I want to get a third go. one. I can shift <laughs> these slightly and put a third one in there. I've just not got around to it yet, but I do want to get a third one at some point. 
you know. So I, I got lucky and like I was able to get some like some that were like uh you know uh display monitors yep. that were like getting sold at like Office Max, you know. As they're getting new stock, they're like, "All right, this one was the this one was the uh display one, so you can take it for like you know, pennies on the dollar." So like, "All right, I'll take it." Um, you know, and uh I think the best thing that I've gotten recently was a Stream Deck. I got that uh around Christmas time. Oh, they're amazing. And uh that was like I didn't use it for like the first like couple weeks really well and then once I started getting into um uh let's see. I think the first thing I really really used it for was probably a Clone Hero concert for triggering tricky uh, tri- uh tripping off all the effects and scene changes. And then yeah. now that I've kind of like gotten used to having it, like I just constantly use it, especially like on marbles with like changing scenes and adding sound effects and triggering emotes. And uh, I mean, it'd be, it's so more convenient than trying to remember like a whole bunch of like uh, keystrokes, you know, and trying I, to use my keyboard to do all that kind of stuff. I think until you have one, you don't realize how good they are. Um, yeah, 100%. Especially I, just something simple like changing scenes in OBS, having to find it and click it and stuff, where you just press a button. And... Yeah, hundred percent. I I know when they came out, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, but I was like, I'll never buy one. I don't think I need. I would. I didn't think I would use it, or I like had a need for it. Yeah. But then, uh, it, for me, what I found was then when I had it and I understood how powerful it was, um, that helped me take my stream to like uh, another step up because it was like, okay. Well, now I can trigger scenes on a push of a button and sound effects and these. And I was like, well, how now how can I use that? Like, yeah, I have I have all these things at my fingertips I can do in an instant. And so then you just like your imagination runs wild with like all the things that you could do that I never thought of before. Because I was like, I don't want to remember, you know, to hit, uh, you know, alt four T to do a scene change. And I don't want to remember control P to do um a gif or a sound and i was like i don't want to do that so I, I wouldn't have implemented it but now it's like you could do you literally can make this thing do anything at a push of a button i think the game changer for me of it is the uh the multi actions like the chained actions you could do that was how i did things oh. like the sup so i press one button it would turn yep. off my camera change scenes play the portal sound effect turn on the portal turn on my camera and do the sup and <laughs> It, it's, it's it's like just so stuff awesome. like that yeah it's just stuff like that it's uh it makes it so much easier to do and you can do so much with it and i was even thinking eventually of moving things like try hard mode and stuff like that to it as well but uh i haven't really used it much on twitch so far mainly just changing mm-hmm. scenes but i'm always thinking about what i could do with it and they the cool thing is that they just keep adding new things to it as well yeah. And I guess getting used to the things on Twitch as well, like on here at the moment, I've got slow chat, clear the chat. There's also a button to trigger an advert off. Uh, you can press a button, send messages in the chat, create a clip. There's, there's just so much it can do. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm honestly just not used to it yet. I know Steph's, uh, she was looking at setting it up for voice mod so she can press buttons on there to turn yeah, on a certain right. voice or snap cam to turn on like a certain filter. And yep. it's it's just so cool. And I think, you know, I think it's one of those things to where you don't really realize what you're missing out on without one. But then once you, like, once you get it, you know, it's like, okay, now I can do voice mod on it. I can link up Snapcam on it. And, you know, like, like you're talking about with, uh, you know, your sup, right? Like yep. having to turn camera off, switch views, play sound, camera back on, uh, you know, like, 
you doing that manually, it, it just wouldn't it work. Wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like it wouldn't be nearly as awesome as this for you just hit a button and then do it. So and I mean, the amount of times that I've done it, it would be like for your, uh, <laughs> it'd be like for your scene works having to like change scenes, you press know? play on the on the audio for it, and then do it, and then turn it off and change back scene and. Yeah. You, you should totally bring back Cinewebs with some stuff on uh, <laughs> stuff on there. Make it yeah, like, so I, over the top Cinewebs. <laughs> yeah, so I think, I think now that you mentioned it, uh, I think w with Firebot and as a point thing, I think I'm going to bring it back. And I, I'm definitely going to have to bring it back over the top somehow with, with definite scene changes. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll figure something out, but I will definitely let you know. Uh, I'm very excited for that. <laughs> it's it's going to be over the top for sure, <laughs> as much as possible. Now, there was another question that said, how did we both meet? They said on Twitch, but obviously it was on Beam. Um, I'm pretty sure that I was either told about your streams by Lucy, or it was Zedge that hosted or raided you or something. It was one of those two. I, yeah. It may have been Zedge. Um, uh -huh. he, he was always an uh, interesting character, wasn't he? Oh, man, heck yeah. And I think he basically, in the end, didn't he ask mixer to ban him and they did <laughs> you know i, I like don't know i i think uh i don't know the full story but i know that uh you know he was someone on on the back end of things he was pretty upfront about like everything at, at, <laughs> at that time yeah um like getting mixer to get their shit done you know what i mean and i think in the end you know i i think it was I don't know, maybe people afraid to speak up as much as he was, yeah. you know, especially uh, for like the early beam partners, you know what I mean? Uh, I, th I mean, I think I think he spoke up a lot on a lot of problems that were on in the early days and it just kind of bit him in the end. I know I've still seen him around on Twitch, though. I've seen him in uh, in Jackler's stream once in a while. He'll be in there oh, really? chatting. So he's still he's still around. I didn't know I, that. I don't think he's doing content, though, but I, I did one day I popped in. Uh, I was lurking Jackler for a bit. I think I went and ate dinner and I came back and like uh, the comments were Zedge and I was like, oh my God, did I miss him? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and I think you asked earlier, I think, you know, if I, if I can attribute any like inspiration, it probably would have been from Zedge. Yeah. I think he was someone that I, I, that he had kind of like found me pretty early on, like within the first, like one of my first two streams on Beam and, uh, I think he was someone who just like I don't know, like found my content, liked it, and he was always a big uh, promoter of me, which was really cool. And like, um, you know, I think really helped me, uh, or like encouraged me to keep continuing to stream as much yeah. as I was at the time, and you know, to to kind of continue pressing on. Um, so it, it was really really a bummer. Like, I think it was the right when i got partnered and i got my button i think i was a partner for like maybe i don't know somewhere right in that in that instance to where i think i got partnered i was on a work trip for like a week and then i came back and zedge was banned and then now it's mixer and i was like what the heck is going on here <laughs> i was Crazy like totally lost you know um but yeah i think i think i, I mean I, I met a lot of people through uh through zedge uh, in that first, you know, four months or so. It's interesting. Like, like yourself. Thinking back to it now, 
he kind of reminds me sort of of Jokin with that sort of really boisterous hype personality and had his <laughs> brand like locked down where Jokin says like he's the alpha and Zedge was almost yeah. like my name is Zedge and had his own little catchphrase and stuff and yeah. I kind of see similarities between the two now um, but yeah I, I guess he was just like unlike any other streamer that I'd ever seen just so hype and crazy and it's, it's kind of tr- it's true and you know especially for you know uh, the the beam at the early time the the beam makeup of people yeah you know I he, I think you know his stream was very different than everybody else's in yeah. that sense you know which I think which is why some people were attracted to it and uh, hung out there all the time I remember he used to have that big, like, five-litre bottle of water that he would always drink on stream. Just, like, everything was just so over the top, even his drink, like... It was huge. Oh, oh. man. Yeah, very true, but yeah. I mean, I think, I think that'd be the person, like, I, you know, I know you asked earlier, but I think he was someone who, like, found me really early on. Like, within those first couple of days I was streaming on Beam, and uh, really was, like, just overpouring support to my stream early on. Yeah. Right, I I think we're pretty much there then. I'm not sure. I don't know if anyone in chat has got any more questions. Um, I don't think they do. But um, thank you so much for uh, taking this oh, time man. to uh, come on and chat as well. It's oh, been dude, it it's been nice. Blast, man. It's been nice catching up, and it's been nice chatting about all things streaming, seeing the hair, oh, the Rick sure, and Morty shirt as well. <laughs> it's been really good. But yeah, honestly, thank you so much. Um, oh man, when I, I when are you next it. streaming as well? If anyone in the chat wants uh, to know, when are you I, next I will on? be streaming uh, later today. In let's see, it's in about uh, two or three hours. I'll be back on stream for we're doing some marbles on stream today. Oh, so. so that's about eleven, twelve our time. I may well be able to. Um, yeah stop in uh we will see i do have work early in the morning so it may be past my bedtime Ooh. but we'll see <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i hear that usually once i get off stream i'm like all right i gotta go to bed i got work <laughs> so i mean i haven't really got far to go to work i literally roll out of bed have a shower yeah but you, and then you still gotta wake work, up that's so. the worst part that's rolling true. out that, of the bed is the worst part man that's the bit that i really don't like yeah the uh <laughs> especially because <laughs> you're up. working at especially because you're working at home yeah, yeah you could be late to you could be late to work and no one will know I think what we should do is I think we should go drop a host on a stream and I know exactly the stream that I want to show everyone. Uh so there's a stream called Ice Cream Posse. And <laughs> it's basically a ice cream shop in America and they what? basically stream from the from almost like the kitchen bit. Uh, That's awesome. It's such a cool idea and it's basically you see they're chatting when customers come in and stuff they make all the orders and then they just look at the screen and chat to the people in chat which i think is such a cool concept of a stream oh, man. that was a motorbike going past <laughs> so yeah a, i think we're gonna read them but um thank you so much Mitch, for being on today thank you so oh, much everyone course, in the man. chat for hanging out as well thank you I'm for gonna, having me dude it was awesome i'm gonna trigger that off now so anyone that wants to check out the ice cream posse just stick around right there they're really awesome guys um, you can literally just watch them making ice cream and chatting or singing or whatever else they do. It's, it's hilarious. But yeah, I will see you all. I don't even know when I'm next going to be on. I guess maybe tomorrow. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. Um, we will go see them right now. <laughs>